0: Welcome back to the podcast. Holy moly. Today is our 52nd episode. Can you believe it? We have hit a full year. This is the number one goal that I committed to myself this time last year. I wanted to do the podcast for one whole year just to see how it goes. And I love it. It's so much fun. I have birthed at least three other possible ideas out of this podcast, but we continue to grow and change with this podcast every episode. And I am so happy to continue to serve you on Adventuring the Girl Life. We have so much fun here. And because we have so much fun, we are going to go over six of the best Adventuring the Girl Life episodes. So, stick with me, girls. We are going to do an amazing recap of this past year of Adventuring the Girl Life. And I want to give a big, huge, grand thank you for all of you who listen. Please go give us a great review and subscribe to the show so that every Tuesday you can be here with us. And our very first episode that we are going over is episode number 12, Eight Foods That Personal Trainers Keep Stocked In The Fridge. Oh, the famous avocado. Do you guys have children? Have you ever seen Hotel Transylvania? No? Just me? Okay. Also known as the little alligator pear. Have you ever heard an avocado called the alligator pear? That one was a new one for me when I was doing my research. Although I definitely think it's fitting and entertaining, but it was a new one for me. So... It is last but certainly not least, avocados are a good fat that lowers bad cholesterol. They are loaded with antioxidants and phytonutrients. They, again, here we are, promotes weight loss. It boosts testosterone and it has more protein and less sugar than any other fruit. Can you believe this? I thought all of these facts that I found about these eight staple foods were amazing. So we are going to go ahead and recap. Number one was eggs. Number two, almond butter. Number three, chicken. Number four, green vegetables. Number five, potatoes. Six, apples. Seven, bananas. And number eight, the lovely avocado. Oh, my gosh, girls, I just absolutely had to leave that in there for you. If any of you have little kids, then you have probably seen that movie. And it's like my favorite part, Hotel Transylvania 3. Avocado makes me laugh so much. So we're moving right along, having fun. But moving along nonetheless into episode 31, How Are You Creative? This was one of my very favorites because I believe that we all have a creative energy and we just need to tap into it because I know that we were all made for something great. So here we go. Because I just was not an artistic person. I made a cup. Yeah, a cup. And it wasn't even a really good cup. It was a terrible cup. And then I chose the wrong color to paint it with. And once it was fired in the kiln, it was like this pastel purpley blue color. It wasn't even shiny and pretty. And my mom so proudly still displays this cup in her house. And every time I see it, I'm just like, So, I never really considered myself to be a creative person. Now, obviously, since I am not very artistic, I should give myself a break as far as this sixth grade cup, but I just can't. It's just so awful. But, anyways, moving on. So,. I want to explain that I had such a narrowed focus. I narrowed my focus so far down that I considered creativity to only include artists. I wasn't a painter. I wasn't good with pencils. I've got a little bit more than a stick figure, but that's about it. But I had creativity all wrong. Creativity extends far beyond artists. It extends in fashion. It extends in designers, architects, entrepreneurs, pastors, engineers, teachers, authors, and even moms. When you think outside the box about anything, you are creating. Pastors with God, of course, envision their church before it's built. Architects draw their buildings in their mind before they put the pencil to paper or finger to mouse at this point, I'm sure. Moms grow babies inside their bodies before they're ever hatched out. Authors conjure up stories in their minds and sometimes their dreams before they become thoughts, and then they become stories, and then the authors finally put them to paper and they write books. Okay. Okay. Let's think about something simple here for just a minute, just in case you're still on the fence like I was about your own brilliance. Did you dress yourself today? I don't care if you are a stay-at-home mom or a CEO, but if you took the time to figure out what it was that you were wearing today, even if it was a sweatshirt and a pair of yoga pants, that's creating. We actually go into so much more detail in that episode, girls. You should absolutely go back and listen and see where you might be missing your own creativity. But let's move on into our very next episode where we talk about the average of the five people that we associate with. According to the research by the social psychologist of Harvard, the people you habitually associate with determine as much as 95% of your success or failure in life. That sounds drastic, right? So if you apply that to the five people that you associate with, we can see how we are exactly where we have chosen to be. The obvious next question is, are you where you want to be in life? Secondly, should we evaluate our five people? I don't know where your people are coming from, but you're the average of your five, whoever they may be. Everyone's goals are different. If your goal is to have a good marriage, then you need to hang out with people who have good marriages not your friend down the street that you see at the bus stop every single day who's been divorced three times. If your goal is a good marriage, then you have to find people who have good marriages. Maybe you want to lose weight and have a healthier lifestyle. If your spouse isn't on board with this, then you need to look outside your home for an accountability friend. Side note, your spouse is someone that you spend lots of time with. But for this particular goal, they aren't going to be your person. It depends on what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish. Now, obviously, lots of us have lots of different goals. You know, you may want to have a good marriage and to lose weight, also to raise better children, to succeed in your career. We have all kinds of things going on. But we need to make sure that we are surrounding ourselves with the people that can help get us there. A deeper dive into that episode will give you a little bit more insight about what we mean. We mean it in the very best way possible, but we all have goals and we want to accomplish them. So we want to surround ourselves with the average five people that are going to help us get there. We're moving right along into episode number 44. This one was one of my very most favorites because it showcases a lot of what we've got going that's coming down the pipe for Adventuring the Girl Life and our new service, Road Warrior Wellness Concierge. So let's check out number 44, six simple exercises that you can do while traveling. Are diving right in with six simple exercises that you can do while you travel. Now, why are these going to be the most simple? Well, number one, because all you need is your body. These exercises can be completely done with body weight only, no equipment necessary, and the space that you're standing in. Last time I checked, we don't ever forget our own body when we travel. So therefore, we shouldn't have any trouble completing our exercises. You can do these exercises, whether you're in your hotel room or whether you have a layover and you're sitting at the airport. Now let's pause right there for a minute. Some of us are thinking, I don't have the time for exercises, but yet we have an hour to three hour layovers the airport now we can do exercises in the comfort of our hotel where no one is watching us but when we're short on time we need to compromise a little bit so I am going to explain to you these six exercises because you can do them in the middle of your layover at the airport just as well as you can do them in the comforts of your own hotel room by yourself either way you can get these exercises accomplished and they're going to hit your whole body. So even if you're short on time or you're short on equipment, you can hit your exercises no matter what. When we travel, we don't have the equipment that we're used to. We usually don't have the availability to find it either. The hotel gyms are lacking. We don't have time to go down the street. And we can't, of course, carry it with us because hello, weight limit, anybody? Yeah, we don't need to be charged any more for our bags than absolutely necessary. Am I right? So all of these exercises that we're going to be talking about today absolutely require nothing more than you. And the last time I checked, you don't ever forget yourself. Am I right? Okay, let's dive right in. Before we start talking about all of the exercises, we have to understand our muscle groups. Now, I'm going to try to explain everything to you if you're five years old, okay? Some of us are very experienced when it comes to muscles, muscle groups, and exercises. And some of us aren't. So I don't mean to explain things to you that you already understand, But let's be gracious to each other and understand that others are not as experienced as some of us when it comes to exercising and muscle groups. Okay. There are 11 major muscle groups in your body. You have the quads, which are your muscles that are on the front of your thighs. You have your hamstrings, the muscles on the back of your thighs. Your calves, of course, that's the back side of your lower leg your chest for girls you know we we know where these are they're they're your pectoral muscles right behind your boobs okay moving on our back of course back side of the body shoulders top of your arms triceps these are the muscles on the back side of your arms biceps muscles on the front side of your arms forearms obviously we know what that is Your traps are going to be the muscles that are your upper back right across the backside of your shoulders. And of course, your abdominals. And your abdominals are in your middle where your core. With these six exercises, we are going to hit all of your major muscle groups. And I will explain the best possible way that I can all of the muscles that each of these exercises hit. You'll be able to complete all six of these exercises, like I said before, anywhere that you are. You just need a little bit of space for basically your body. First of all, if you do not understand any of these exercises, there are plenty of videos out there. Not only will the videos show you what you're supposed to be doing, They'll also give you the proper form to do it. So don't be afraid to go and seek these things out. We don't want anyone hurting themselves in the middle of the airport doing their exercises. Okay, number one, squats. When you squat... You are activating so many muscles. This is why this is such a great exercise, because you target so many different muscles with just one movement. We are hitting the quads, again, muscles on the front of your thighs, your glutes. This is your behind, your abdominals, your hamstrings, your calves, your spine, and your abductors which are the muscles on the interior side of your legs. Number two, plank. The plank hits so many muscles you would not even think about. They even hit muscles that are in your neck. So let's start here. Planking obviously works your abdominals. This is the major muscle that we're hitting when we plank. But it also works your triceps, Your serratus anterior, which is on the side of your body, it is a part of your core. It even hits your feet because the underside of your feet are being stretched because your feet are flexed in that plank position. Your quads, your hip flexors, which are the muscles that run from your hip bone down the front of your thighs. Your multifidious spinae, okay? So this is the muscle that runs all the way down your backside. Your pelvic floor muscles, girls, I don't need to explain this one to you. You know what your pelvic floor muscles are, and you should be working them on a regular basis, especially if you've just birthed a child. Number three, push-ups. There are so many variations in push-ups that you shouldn't have any problems with accomplishing them, I know sometimes people are like, well, Jen, I don't really have the strength to do a push-up. That's okay. There are so many variations in push-ups. You can do a regular push-up. You can do a push-up with your knees on the floor to give you a little bit more stability. You can also do push-ups leaning against a wall if you don't want to get on the floor. And the muscles that hit that we hit with push-ups are biceps, triceps, and your abdominals. Okay. Moving on to number four, your core. These are your abdominals. And we have lots of different muscles that make up your core. And we can work these muscles with either crunches or bicycles, which is also another core exercise. Or if we sit on the edge of a seat, for example, if we're in the airport, there's plenty of seats. If you move your behind all the way to the edge of the seat, And all you do is hold on to the arm rails while you lift your legs up and down. This is working your core. So not only are you working your abdominals here when you do these exercises, you're also working your quads. So do you see, even through the fourth exercise, how we are hitting so many muscle groups just in these simple four exercises? Okay, number five, the pike press. I'm going to explain this one the best way that I know how. Obviously, you can just Google it, but the pike press actually hits our deltoids, which are the best way to explain these are like the round part of your shoulders and your triceps, backside of your arm. So the pike press, if you can imagine yourself in the downward dog yoga position, you are now going to combine the downward dog with a push-up. Okay. Now you can understand how it works your deltoids and your triceps. The pike press is a fantastic shoulder exercise. Number six, the glute bridge. Now I understand if you don't want to lay down on the floor, but just for the sake of working one more muscle group, if you lay down on the floor, you lift your knees into the bent position And then you push into your feet and lift your butt like a bridge. This is called the glute bridge. You are working the muscles in your fanny. You're also working your hamstrings and your spine. So out of all six of these exercises, do you see how many muscle groups that we hit Not only have we hit all of these major muscle groups just in these simple six exercises, we've also hit so many minor muscle groups. We didn't even think about these, did we? You have so many more minor muscles that make up these large muscle groups that work in combination with these major muscle groups. You're working your whole body. Sheesh. I know that is a lot of technical info, but that is exactly what we're here for, girls. We're trying to teach you. We're trying to help you change your journey. The workout that makes you feel like Wonder Woman. This was one of our very most popular episodes, girls. So let's dive right in. as gym goers, we know that sometimes we just mail it in. Am I right? I can't be the only one that does this. When it comes to workouts, we get into this routine, which in the beginning, when we're first starting out, the routine is what we're looking for. Oh my gosh, the routine. Once we get into the routine, we're golden. You know, it takes us forever to get into that cycle. And of course, some things completely throw us off. Like Christmas holidays and parties, all of those things that hinder our schedule sometimes throws us out of our routines. So we covet those routines. We want them. But as human nature goes, once we get into the routine, wah, wah, we get bored so easily. Am I right? I'm not the only person in the world that gets bored with this, right? Okay, so what are we supposed to do about it? When we get into a routine, and although that keeps us going in our habit, we just fall into the mundane parts of life. You know what I mean? So unfortunately, it means that we don't work as hard or even worse, we start to lose interest. With that being said, I'm going to give you this beast mode workout that I keep tucked away in my little back pocket for times just like these. It's a workout that's easy to remember, so you don't have to have it written down, but it makes me feel like Wonder Woman. I don't know if you all have seen that movie, but Gal Gadot has got it going on, and it wouldn't hurt my feelings if I I looked a little bit like her. So this workout is going to keep you moving forward, pump you back up, And just give you that little boost that you need to get over the hump so that we don't start to fall off the wagon. Because that's the worst thing that we could do, right? Fall off the wagon after all the hard work that we've put in just because our human nature and we get a little bit bored. S stands for squats. L stands for lats. O stands for obliques. And B stands for biceps. Now, These are four muscle groups that you can hit really quickly and works your whole body. If you have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that back in episode 44, we talked about all 11 major muscle groups. And with these muscle groups being hit, there's all kinds of exercises that can go with them. For example, squats takes care of your quads, your glutes, your abs, your hamstrings, your calves, your spine, and your abductors. So this little workout will hit the majority of your muscle groups. It's, again, short and easy, and if you want to get more information on these muscle groups and what exercises go with them, you can definitely Google it, or you could just go back to episode 44 and check it out. Now, depending on where you are in your training, you could either do four sets of 12 of each of these, or you could do two sets of eight if you wanted to use heavier weights, Wherever you are, no matter where you are, this is a short, sweet, quick workout that you can get done to pump you up, get you over the hump, and when you stand in front of the mirror, you can look at yourself and be proud. And the best part is, it's completely customizable to you. There are all kinds of squat options out there, and you can go and look at all the lat pull options as well obliques, crunches on the ground, standing up with a weight, anything and everything. Bicep curls, you can do push-ups, you can use dumbbells, you could use a barbell. Anything and everything is customizable with the slob. So I hope you girls are able to tuck this away in the back of your mind. And remember, when you're getting bored, change it up a little bit. Just make something new of it. Don't wait until you're so bored that you're not working hard enough anymore, that you're not really going to the gym anymore, that you're not really even exercising anymore, or you're not really even eh, moving your body at all. Don't wait until you get to this point, girls. It's completely inevitable. It's going to happen. You're going to get tired of what you're doing. You're going to get bored. So make this small little tweak in your routine. Take a day off. Change things up. Whatever it is that you need to do to keep going, do it. It's only going to benefit you in the long run. I hope you girls did tuck that workout in your little back pocket. It's so short and sweet and super simple. It's very, very easy to get done and to keep you on track. And that's our goal here. We want to help you with your journey every step of the way, just like in the previous episode. So let's go ahead and finish out our very favorite episodes of this first year with number 51, which was actually just last week, because honestly, we all spend a little bit too much time sitting on our rumps. Picture this in your mind with me here for a minute. You are up every morning, you're getting dressed, you're dealing with your children, your children are off to school, you are getting ready for the office, you arrive at the office, you are giving directions, hitting meetings, getting ready for the day. Then you proceed to sit at your desk on your bum for the next six to eight hours. Did you know that between the people who stand and the people who sit all day, the sitters are twice as likely to get heart disease. I know that's terrible, right? It actually raises your risk of heart disease, diabetes, um, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and the big C. That's right, cancer. Did you know that your metabolism actually slows down 90% After 30 minutes of sitting, the enzymes that move the bad fat from your arteries to your muscles, where it can get burned off, slow down. The muscles in the lower part of your body are completely turned off. This is what I like to lovingly refer to as dead butt. Yeah, I know that's like really in your face, but yeah, dead butt. Because when you're sitting, your glutes, they ain't doing anything. And then after two hours, your good cholesterol drops by 20%. Just getting up for five minutes is going to get all of these processes working again. It's really not that hard if we think about it. We know we sit too long. We've got too many things that we need to do that are accessible from our computers. But all of the things that we can do to reverse this Are pretty simple. So simple that they're kind of silly. So let's start with some of our tips. Again, all I can do is give you the info, girls. It's going to be all up to you. First, we're going to take our calls standing. Most of us take our calls on our cell phone nowadays anyway, and if you are one of the few people who still have a corded phone at your desk, How expensive is it really to purchase a longer cord so that you can stand up? This is something that is really, really simple, and we might not even think about it, but if we know that we're gonna be on the phone, all we have to do is stand up out of our desk chair and we help ourselves and our health in the long term a lot. Okay, next, set an alarm on your phone to move every 30 minutes get up and go get coffee, go refill your water bottle, stand up and stretch if you don't want to move away from your desk or your cube. Chances are, if you have a smartwatch, it's going to tell you it's time to move. Mine does, and I usually try to abide by it. Number three, get a standing desk. Now, I know that this may be a bit more difficult if you work in an office because Your office probably isn't going to pay for something like this, and of course, it's going to be a big hassle to get one, but you never know. You could absolutely talk to your HR person or the person that handles the insurance in your office. These things can be total write-offs for your company if they try to implement healthier standards for their employees. If you're a business owner like me, it's likely to come out of your pocket, but isn't your health really worth it? Next, a standing chair. Now I know that that sounds sort of like an oxymoron, but they are super cool, and they're actually a thing. I typed in Google "standing chair" and a ton of things came up. I actually found a really awesome chair. It's by Fully, so f u l l y They have a chair that allows you to like tuck your feet back, sit sideways, sit backwards. Like it's an all kind of movement provoking chair. It's super cool. Next, go take a bathroom break or visit a coworker with a question. Instead of just calling them over the phone, get up out of your chair and walk over to them and ask the question. All we're doing is trying to get you to move a bit more often. We're not looking for another workout here. If you'd like to check out the rest of that episode, go back to episode 51 just last week and you will get all of the sitting tips that you need. Or should I say tips for not sitting. Girls, I am so very thankful for all of you who listen to this podcast every single week. I feel like I say that all the time. But I just want you to know how important you are to me. And I love doing this show. So before we finish out our very first year, I want to make sure that you know everything that we have going on under the Jen Whitmore training banner. We have Adventuring the Girl Life podcast. Obviously, you know if you're listening. It comes out every Tuesday. And we focus on nutrition, self-care, exercise, travel, careers, and adventuring this life. We also have personal training available for you online or if you're local, in person. And of course, my jewel, my crown, my new service, Road Warrior Wellness Concierge. This is for all of us adventuring the life and too busy to pay attention to the stuff that we need For the healthy side. We're going to find all of your healthy food options for you and build you exercise plans according to your needs. I'm so excited for what all of our future years have in store for us. Girls, I will see you next week with our 53rd episode in our second year of Adventuring the Girl Life. And until next week, girls, adventure on!